What's up, y'all? This is wide receiver Deontay Simpson. This is cornerback Cam Johnson. Cornerback Deshaun Getty Jr. Senior forward Zachary Simmons, and you're listening to Bruins Breakdown, your home for North Texas sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and with me, as usual, is Colin Mitchell. Colin, how are you doing in McKinney? You know, I'm I'm going, you know, we, we just cleaned my room. I, I For the first time in my in my life, I whitened my teeth, and I feel very Instagram model-ish, so... I've- we we have just come on this podcast and started just oversharing at the beginning. Nobody asked. Nobody asked you. But hey, you were but listen, your man. Teeth. I, but they didn't know that I got the braces off, and they're off now. So I got. I don't think they, yeah, they did know you had braces. No, yeah, they did because remember it was like a thing for a sec. Uh, but it no, was a so, thing. so we got them. I got them off, you know, a couple weeks ago, and then they gave me free teeth whitening as long as I gave them a review. I had to say like, I loved I loved your service, Doctor Dan. That was his name because it was a kids' place. Uh, uh, so it was the only. Like it was the, like it was the only board certified uh, orthopedic or ortho, whatever it is. I don't. That sounds not correct. But anyways, it was the only board certified one in McKinney, and it's like this little kids thing where they have like a projector on the wall and like mm-hmm. strobe lights going like it's a party. Yeah. So I'm in there, and you know, like all the technicians who are my age, you know, they're like, yeah. they're like, do you need a note for school? And I'm like, I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> gosh man when are we gonna start looking like we're not 23 i was thinking about the other day i was like when can i say that like i'm i'm a man <laughs> i don't know like like, like in, the, in the sense that like when have when have i moved from like a from like a a young man like you know like the old people are like yeah he's gonna grow up to be a, a you know like he's such a such a good young man it's like when when do i hit the man the man stage am i young saying, man forever like, he's, he's a good man <laughs> No, no, no. Right now you're a good young man. <laughs> we both. Man. I'm not even 23. That's the crazy part. I'm not even close. I know, but I see you whatever happens to me, you just, it just foreshadows you. But then add extra year cuz I'd say you'd look younger than me. I'd look younger? I'd, I'd say you'd look, look younger. I do. I do. Um, well, I can't top that story. All I'm going to say is Red Robins has the worst french fries ever. I can't say I've had Red Robins. Don't <laughs> at least not their french fries every time i get their food well i've gotten it to go obviously in a pandemic but their food is like cold by the time we get back and their fries are just awful so soggy anyways, no they're just stale like mm. stale and like flat no flavor anything but anyways um enough of our food and teeth reviews and whatnot <laughs> um let's talk north texas versus utep football Colin would um it is a Saturday night the game obviously was on Friday a Friday evening and it was a game where if you just looked at the final score like I I said I told my dad this I told my dad I said UTEP had 12 penalties for 93 yards through four interceptions and still scored 43 points Mm -hmm. like that like that was just how I that's how I phrased it because that's mm-hmm. how it sounded, right? Um they but North Texas ends up holding on for the 45 to 43 win. Um so at least I have 45 seconds to recap this game. Oh, that's ah, the good news. Um forgot about this. You're going to need to we'll do that and then we'll get into and then we'll get into the game and we'll get into, you know, we don't know if it's the last game of the season yet, so we, we're not going to like wrap up the season yet. That'll be in another podcast, but we are going to wrap this game up. So Colin, whenever you are ready. All right. 3 2 1 
All right. So North Texas um, got off to a pretty poor start when Jason Bean fumbled the ball on, I think, his first or second play of the game. And immediately he was pulled for Austin Ani. And we'll get into that later. But all that matters is not about the quarterback. It's about the receiver. Jalen Darden, eight receptions, 173 yards, four touchdowns, breaks all the records, now holds all the receiving records. Um, defensively, uh, they were up and down, kind of inconsistent, kind of stopped the run, but then not really. And UTEP just didn't have a quarterback. Their quarterback was awful. And North Texas was able to squeak, squeak out a win, uh, hold on, even though UTEP was able to come back towards the end and cut it to a two-point game. And, uh, you know, it wasn't a convincing win, but they got it done. And so you take what you get. Look at that. Did a good job. That's, that, that might be your best performance. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking. About I might. I might. I may or may not have practiced in the shower. Rehearsed your forty-five seconds. I'm gonna nail it on this podcast. I'm gonna get it this time. Colin's been talking trash about me, saying that I've been doing bad. Granted, you've only had like yeah. seventeen seconds, but regardless. <laughs> but let's, regardless, let's... like you said, so I think I recapped everything pretty well from a general sense. Like I said, the penalties were twelve for ninety-three for Utah, which I thought killed them throughout the game. Huge problem for UTEP, staying disciplined, staying on sides. I mean, full starts, everything. Uh, North Texas had five for 40. Two of those, uh, I believe, were personal foul penalties. One against Devontae McRae and the other against uh, Gabriel Murphy. The Gabriel Murphy one was not 15 yards, though, because it was towards the end zone. But it did give up a touchdown, uh, much to the dismay of Seth Luttrell. Now, when we start this game... We usually start with quarterbacks because that's the hot topic and that should be the hot topic, you know, but I want to start with Jalen Darden because Colin, you were there. Mm -hmm. You saw, you, you, you witnessed everything that happened. We've both been there since the start of Jalen Darden's career. Um, His first year was my first year covering the team. And as a freshman, you just knew that he was what he was capable of because he was getting snaps. Just what was it like to see him bring down those catches, break the record for all-time receptions, receiving yards, and he already had the touchdown record, but now he's you know has even more. Right, what I've never like? I've never looked at it from the box like him like for a whole game, and whenever I see your tweets when he's wide open, that dude is literally no matter what wide open, and it makes you wonder. Like you said, I think you said this last week. Like, what if they had a quarterback that was like actually good? Because I don't know, there's no way you couldn't tell me this man doesn't have like 25 touchdowns. Because yeah. the one that got me was that slant when he was safety came down and he was double covered. However, it was there was three guys around him, and yeah. then he just broke. And I was like, okay, this guy's the greatest North Texas receiver of all time. So the crazy, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's he's just amazing. Uh, you can't overstate his amazingness. Like in every facet of being a receiver, right? Route running. Right, uh, getting off the ball, press coverage, uh, soft coverage, running short routes, running deep routes, running man routes, sitting in zones. Um, just every single facet of this game is just nearly perfect. Um, obviously, he's not tall. That's the biggest hindrance. Is you know he's gonna have to play in the slot at the next level whenever he gets there. But he has shown no reason for me to believe that he can't adjust to the speed of the next level. But well course get into that after the season if this is the last game or whenever the last game is but um i mean his hands are very good i mean he's had the occasional drop this year um but still the rest compared to the rest of the team especially he's been by far the best and i just want to say thank you Jalen darden 
thank you for making this season uh watchable thank you for this having making this offense functional because without Jalen Darden lord knows where this offense would be not scoring 45 points in a game no no (laughs) not at all and for him to have 19 touchdowns in nine games 19 touchdowns is already the second tied for second most in the last five years in the country and you can't I, I just don't understand. Like, and the thing is, UTIP was obviously bracketing, obviously putting two or three guys in his vicinity, like time after time after time. And so that's where it just showed it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, Deontay Simpson's good, but Jalen Darden is the guy here yeah. on this offense and on this team. Yeah. And I mean, you you were completely right in the in the preseason podcast that we did saying that he's going to be the guy because I was skeptical about his ability to break it over the top. And I was com- I was completely I mean completely wrong. wrong. This dude is, I mean, he's the the dude. And I remember you you saying that he's gonna be a a dude like like you said when he first came in in to play. And just to see him j- take a next step every single year, it's insane. But yeah, I mean, shout out shout out JD man, shout out JD man, shout out JD. The craziest part is that like like you said, the question was can he break the top off the defense, right? Um, and if you look at his career stats which I'm about to pull up his like yards per reception numbers were always, you know, like nine or so here. Let me pull Let me, I have them verbatim here. Uh, yards per reception, freshman year, 8.8, sophomore year, 12, junior year, 9.7, this year, 16.1. Yeah. And that's with more eyes on him. That's going deep without quarterbacks that are consistently making the throws. Right. And so I just want to give my flowers to Jalen Darden because the man is a senior. He's done everything for this team as far as a leader. Like you could argue he's been the most impactful presence at North Texas over the last four years. And I'm including coaches because coaches have gone come in and out. Obviously Seth Luttrell has been there the whole time. And I'm not saying Seth's not impactful. He does his thing. And Mason Fine is, was obviously impactful just like other players. But you have a guy from his freshman year to his senior year consistently not only making plays on the field but helping other players around him get significantly better and i'll never forget when i asked deontay simpson i said who's helped you the most um improve in your improvement and in your growth and i thought he was going to say a coach i thought he was going to say tommy maynard i thought he was going to say seth luttrell or i don't know anybody and this is again this isn't an indictment on any of the coaches this just speaks to Jalen darden and deontay simpson goes jd a hundred percent like fast like not even thinking about it like that that's just what jd brings to this team on a day in day out basis like we don't even see him in practice we don't see him in the film room he does the same thing there like he approaches the game the same way and it's just amazing and so that's what i would i don't i want to make sure because we've we've given mason finest flowers we've given everybody their flowers when they've been here when they've done well Jalen darden just hats off what a what if this is last game what a career what a career so now one point now let's start getting interesting here one point that i've been back and forth on here would jalen darn have been better if they had a better quarterback this year right because we both kind of say yes right we both say you know if they had a better quarterback they would either make a make more throws make more better reads get in the ball more but then i started thinking you know then good quarterbacks could also make the throws to other receivers right because mm. 
there are a lot of times where Austin Ani or Jason Bean just immediately look for JD, right? Like as a fail that's, safe. That, that's true. That's true. Like if it doesn't start with him, it ends with him pretty quickly. And that's where I'm at. I'm at a tough position here because I'm like, eh, Mason, fine. Like, like JD had 70 something receptions last year. He was great. But they, they were also completed like in tons more passes last year than they did this year. So the ratio is a little different. If Mason Fine was here this year, I feel like the percentages would be the same. And maybe Jalen, while he still would have had a great year, probably wouldn't have the same amount of receptions that he had last year in three less games. Like, that's absurd. So that's where I'm at an interesting point here. What do you think? That's honestly a good point because, like, you could throw open receivers. Um, However, the counterpoint would be that they had receivers last year and he still had his 76 receptions and now they didn't have really anybody and it's like well that means they're just gonna throw to jd still so um that's that's i mean 19 touchdowns regardless is great it it could be more or a little bit less with a with a better quarterback but man yeah he's he's god yeah well let's get into the quarterbacks here because like i said jason bean played what one snap or two snaps three snaps Uh, three i think didn't they get a first down didn't they get one first down Hey man, you you were there, man. You got another. I stuff. honestly Come was on. scrambling, Come on. so I don't remember the the first. One. I I honestly like started watching at the fumble. <laughs> so, yeah, Jason Bean got a couple snaps in there, and he fumbled it. And I initially, when I read the tweet, that you know it was kind of a fluky fumble. It wasn't like a fumble where he was running it and lost it, right? But it was a fumble nonetheless. I mean, he threw the ball, he made the throwing motion out to the flat, and just lost the ball. You just can't do that. You can't lose the ball on your own 30 or whatever it was, 35, and let UTEP go go down and score. Like, obviously, he had no pro, pro, um, he had no presence in them scoring, but still, like, you are the quarterback here. You need to make the routine plays, especially when it's a, just a throw out to the flat, and you can't be putting your position team in a position to um, like you put them in here. Um, and so I really didn't have a problem with him them taking Austin uh, Jason out there. I know a lot of people did. I know a lot of people said. You know, why would you, he's been the starter for, you know, all these weeks and, you know, it hasn't even been a question really. It's been Jason Bean, Jason Bean, Jason Bean. He makes one fumble and he's out. Cause they had to and, win the game, man. And you were at the press conference afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and Seth obviously said that he ha- wasn't entered the game intent on flipping them back and forth, you know, trying to figure out something, finding what had a rhythm, but to yank him that fast, it is a, it is, it's a weird look. That's what I'll say. What do you, what do you think? No, I mean that was my reaction when I heard you know the, the the announcer go and at your quarterback number two Austin Oni. I was like, oh, like <laughs> Oni's in the game already. Like he's trying to win the damn game. Listen, man, you can't if you're gonna fumble the ball and you already can't throw, you know, and then Austin Oni almost he. This is what he did on the, I think it was third down, where he almost gets sacked, then takes a step up in the pocket, and then just barely misses. I think it was Deontay Simpson on the outside. I think it was Austin Agumakin. Agumakin, yeah, in the end yeah. zone. And I was like, okay, yeah. is Jason doing that? And then no. he stayed out there. I mean, in the very next possession, very first play, 75-yard touchdown to JD. So Here's he my re- thing. He read the hot hand, or, so there you go. Yeah. Here's my thing. We've talked for the longest time. If they're changing quarterbacks in the middle of the game, it's not good because they're probably getting their ass kicked. Mm-hmm. That's what we've said. 
so, you know, in order to limit that ass kicking before you change quarterbacks, <laughs> ass kicking, they he made this change soon. He made it quickly, and I have no problem with changing quarterbacks early once they have made mistakes, right? Um, Austin Ani, the Middle Tennessee game, we have no problem with taking Austin Ani out after that first quarter, or even during that first quarter. Like he, he made what I think he had three turnovers, four turnovers. Yeah, it was like two picks quarter. and a fumble or something like that. Yeah, something like that. After the second turnover, at most, I would have been fine with. All right, go ahead, take him, please. It was the indecision, like halfway through the second quarter, and like you know maybe like like later in the game. That was kind of after not even like a turnover after it was just like, oh, well, let's try something. Let's see if this can work better. And we've said before, neither quarterback is infinitely better than the other here. Right. Uh, we both think Austin on better, but we don't think it's like by a football field margin here. It's it's it is close somewhat. So I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was an interesting um I thought it was an interesting move on his part, and I thought it was a bold move on his part, maybe the first bold move that he's made with this decision of the year. Um, and I think Austin went out there and did fine. Like, I literally watched that game, and I watched Austin Ani, and I know his completion percentage is 16 to 29, and we've been on Jason Bean about how he can't hit 60% completion percentage if he tried, and Austin probably can't do it either. But we're not sitting here saying that Austin Ani is a great quarterback. We're sitting here saying Austin Ani is the best quarterback for this team to win games. And he goes 16 to 29 for 302 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions, and a rushing touchdown. Yeah. And a rushing touchdown. There you go. This is the guy here. And I'll be I think he takes too many shots downfield. I think he throws the ball up too many times. Um and against good cornerbacks, they're going to be able to jump that. Good safeties are going to be able to jump that and UTEP is not good. I don't even know if Utah's better than Rice. Utah's probably a little better than Rice. Utah was not probably. good though. I mean, I thought their Utah defense was, was above average. No, like in terms of the league. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just heard. I just heard that they possibly could be. I don't. No, I I thought they were going. To yeah, be coming into the game. Yeah. Uh, but I thought the same thing about Rice, and I was wrong on good that point. account too. <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe I just need to take Utah and Rice for what they always are. This is what just not good teams. But, yeah, so, I mean, Austin clearly has his flaws here, but at the end of the day, the job is easy for these guys. Don't turn it over. Get it to Jalen Darden and kind of run sometimes. That's it. Now, next season's going to be a different story. Oh, next season's a very, very different story because you don't have Jalen Darden. Unless JD returns. Oh, (laughs) boy. No, he needs to go to the NFL. No, he absolutely does. Strike while the iron's hot. Yep, exactly. Get him up there. All right. Um, I thought the run game was... Eh. Like U- UTEP was 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 pretty intent on stopping the run. I think they did it well, um, and they held them to I think it was four uh, four and a half yards per carry. North Texas did. Uh, Trey Sayers ended the game with 15 carries for 94 yards. Oscar Adaway 15 carries and 65 yards. DeAndre Torrey did did DeAndre get hurt or anything? I wasn't. A, I I don't I didn't hear no. of him getting hurt. Okay, uh, six six for 20 yards. I don't know. They just rotate backs. Really, it's not anything crazy but yeah I, th- I think the running backs were were fine uh i just think utep did a, did a better job against the run there pretty confidently um i don't know is there anything else to talk about with this offense let me go through my notes here uh deontay simpson had a good game uh yeah, let, good point. three or four catches for like 103 yards and a touchdown so shout out deontay simpson uh yes outside of that i don't really i don't really think so 
Let me see. Um, let me see what I've written down here. I have Bean WTF. I have Ani is so much better. I have Ani is threw so that pass better. to JD perfectly timed. Yeah, one of those touchdown passes was a really good throw. Um, and oh, here's another thing about Austin. He has a really good feel for throwing the ball, like really good touch. Like he puts the like the right amount of weight on almost all of his throws. Like I, that's one thing that I've I've learned is watching his game is if he has to make the throw in a tight situation, he can throw he can throw you know the the ball with a lot of zip on it. But if he has to loft it over a linebacker or a safety or something like that, I'm not even saying on the deep balls. I'm saying on like just normal intermediate routes. He has good touch there. That's one thing that I've noticed. Really, he does really well. And that maybe uh, that's from I don't know baseball or just whatever it is. But he's comfortable not only throwing on the move but throwing with the right touch, leading guys in the right places. Um, I think he's really good in the zone. Uh, he's good at finding those pockets in those zone defenses, and that's one thing that I noticed as well. I was very happy with that. Yeah, I think the throw that stuck out to me the most was probably the one where uh, JD was streaking on the left side. And he kind of got it to him right under the safety, and then he was able to score it. Yep, yep, yep. yep. He did that a couple times. Um, let me see. 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 Okay. Um, last thing I want to say about Austin Ani is we've always said that they've played Jason Bean because we they think his potential is higher, right? I feel like, and I don't know if this is hot take or anything but i feel like you know the whole team kind of feels that vibe right because when jason bean does it it's like everybody looks at jason Bean like oh my gosh like yes he's doing it like he's he can make the plays like he's gonna be our future in this sense when austin makes those plays i don't get that same feel from the team is that yeah, in terms of celebrating with him and stuff yes yes yeah, that, I mean, and then it's just like i don't i don't know that could be it's, it's, i mean i don't i don't know what that could be i i, I kind of got that vibe too uh even just in like the press conferences or the one that I was in, I guess it was just kind of seemed yeah. like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I definitely get that. But do we, do you and I both think now that Jason has a higher potential? Well, I don't know if I ever said that he had a higher potential. Oh, I, I might've said that. I probably did say that, but I'm, I think I said more so is that the reason why you play him is because he's seven years younger. Right. You think, you think he has the higher potential. Is there a reason for them to think that, I guess, at this point, after at him not point, really improving a whole lot in this season like you'd like him to? I mean, the thing is, is it's going to come down to who comes into who comes into camp next year is significantly better. Because like you said, they need to be significantly better at that position in order, oh. if they want to get to where they want to go, if they want to hit eight wins. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that can come from anybody. We have to, we also have to remember that it's not just Ani and B next year. It's... Bryce Drummond, although he was a freshman, and then you have Amani Gilmore, and yep. he was kind of the the eye eyebrow raiser coming into the coming into the season. Like, oh, like he could be let's good. Let's not even let's not even, and this isn't sourced or anything. I don't know anything, but I'm saying let's not even leave out that they might get a transfer with the oh, way right. that the NCAA is waiving yeah. the trans the 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 rule where you have to sit out for a year. You know, yeah. with amid the amidst the this past season. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, maybe go get one. I've seen that there has been a very interesting pool of talent in the quarterback market. And so who knows? That's a good maybe point. Bring that, another that is one. a really good point. So uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be fascinating to see how these guys develop because that's going to decide who starts next year. 
second thing I, I I guess we should I love how we finished with the offense and now we're only talking about the offense. Uh, I know. Uh, second thing that that's kind of interesting too for next year is without JD, who do we see stepping up outside of Deontay Simpson at the receiver position? Because tight ends weren't really utilized a whole lot. Uh, you had uh, Austin and Gumbikin, you know, kind of make some some plays. Uh, you have uh, I don't think Greg White's on the team anymore. I don't believe so. I don't I don't really know. But, Maybe and he just opted out for the rest of the year. Lorenzo Thompson's like you know a corner now, so <laughs> so like he'll be a receiver. No, he'll I know, but you know what I mean. Like like we haven't yeah. seen anybody else. Yeah. Um, Lorenzo Thompson is really really good from everything I've heard. Uh, he's going to be a he's going to be a good player. On the outside, same with the Travian Brown, the, the receiver that they got. Um, both of those guys, true freshmen. Uh, I mean, you have to look at Keelan Jackson, Damon Ward. I and mean, this is where we have to start looking at the 2019 class. Like, all right. Who's all next? Right, <laughs> all right, let's go. Who's the next? Jalen Guyton. Who's next? Jalen Darden. Who's and, the next? Rico Bussey. And I bring this up because it's almost like the it could be the same kind of situation like the defense faces this year where you have the – the couple guys that are vets and that are good that we know are good, like Deontay Simpson and Austin Gumbikin, but then you have to throw in, you know, the babies and yeah. we have to see. Um, one name obviously we don't we have to mention is Jair Shorter being back. Mm. That's mm-hmm. that's big because he's obviously missed this entire season. That that that's a that was a big loss for them. Like if he gets back to where he was this this year, him and Deontay on the outside is going to be good. Now it's up to them to make it very good or even great in Conference USA standards, but they're going to be good on the outside. Like that's what I'm comfortable with. Where, where we get the problem is when we look on the inside receivers, and you have Roderick Burns, who we know is fine, but you know he's obviously not Mike Law or Jalen Darden. There, you have Keelan Jackson, five nine from Houston, uh, retro freshman. I mean, he hasn't gotten many snaps at all. I don't know exactly his situation. Damon Ward, uh, we expect him to be good, but you know we haven't seen anything there. Hatib Lyles, That's if he it. if he kind of plays that slot tight end. Yeah, Hatib Lyles, um, Christian Lee, maybe uh, as like a tight end slash receiver flex. Uh, and again, we could see if maybe Jason Pearl comes back. Who knows? Um, not that Jason Pearl's done anything this year. I'm just saying that in terms know, maybe, of his eligibility. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so. One thing I hated, though, I have to bring this play up, uh, not to change topics, but they had, they ran, I think it was a third and three or a fourth and three, and they threw it to Jake Roberts in the flat. Yeah, I and Austin Ani like play. Austin Ani like threw it to his feet, which I mean was a what, bad throw, obviously. But I was like, turned. yeah, but I was like, even if Jake Roberts catches that ball four yards behind the first down marker, and dude's coming at him, what is six four, two hundred forty pound Jake Roberts going to do? Like Jake Roberts is really good. Like he might be the best true freshman. Like he is really, really good. But why are we throwing him the ball like he's Jalen Darden? That was such a weird play call for me. And I don't want to single out Jake Roberts because he's he's again he's Jake Roberts is probably the best tight end on this team right now. But I'm just saying that was just really weird to see that. That was just, at the end, toward the end of the game too, where it was kind of like. UTEP might be doing this. <laughs> yeah, just weird. Just weird. All right, anything else on the offense here? No, I think we're finally good. <laughs> Are we good? We're good. Uh, UTEP's defense was was pretty shaky. They were pretty bad. Can't lie. Man, I had this game. Uh, I was – I was. I remember telling you, remember, I was like, man, North Texas is going to cover. Um, but I was expecting the line to be at like seven. 
mm-hmm. six, something like that. And I was like, they're going to cover that easy. And then I go in, and I see 10 and a half and that should have been a sign for me. Should have been a sign. If the line is that much higher than what I expect, I have to take the under, or I have to take, I can't have North Texas cover that. But what do I do? I pick North Texas to cover that. Look what you and did. Now I look like an idiot. <laughs> Ten and a half you, points. Well, there's even, no you way. You did the against the spread. The against the spread story. Come on, Bruni. Ten and a half points is so way too many points for a team that can't stop anybody. Oh man. Okay. Also, one other note here is with this performance, the defense has now given up over 40 points. I'm sorry, 35 or more points in all but one game this year. Oh, here's, you know, wow. I'm sorry, all but two games. Houston Baptist scored 31. So 31 or more points in every game except for one this year. Wow. 31, 31 or more in every game this year except for Rice. Listen. Eight out of nine. That's a historically bad defense right That is there. incredible. Like, we were getting on the defense. We used to tear the defense to shreds whenever they allowed 35 and a half points per game. What are they averaging this year? Any guesses? 39. I was going to guess 40. 41.3. And this team has wins. What was that? This North Texas has wins. They have wins somehow. 41.3 points per game. And yes. that is where we will start our talk of the defense against Houston, against UTEP. Okay. First things first, UTEP's quarterback was awful. Really bad. Can we, can we just get that out of the way right now? The dude threw four interceptions to a team that had three interceptions all year. And the thing is, this quarterback just threw the ball up like it was Hail Mary. Like he was playing. Remember that game Jeopardy? Did you ever play that game Jeopardy? No, I know you're from Detroit and you were not athletic. Jeopardy. Okay. No, we called it we called it uh jackpot. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It's jackpot. That's what it is. See. And you're jackpot. not athletic. I hate you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just insulted Listen, you. For you no don't reason. you don't know what I was in in, in middle school. <laughs> All right. I shouldn't have insulted you. I'm this sorry. Is, it was is... called jackpot. It was called jackpot. Yeah. Jackpot. That's like what he was playing. It honestly was. He kind of like pointed. I remember the last pick he had. He like pointed <laughs> And I was like, oh, who's he looking at? And I look, and it's like three North Texas guys, and then his receiver, and his receiver's like, yeah, I got it. He just he just chucks it up. Pick. Dude, and those And those was... are like really bad picks. Like the Kevin Wood one especially, it's like he threw it to Kevin Wood, and then like everyone else is trying to deflect it from Kevin Wood. Really bad. All of them. Every single one of them. Like at least two of them he could have just thrown away. If not, I mean, if not more. Like, he was scrambling out and then just, like, tried to make something out of nothing. Dude was awful. And this isn't to take away from Deshaun Gaddy's two interceptions or whoever else had interceptions, Kevin Wood and... Keelan Crosby. Um, who, Keelan Crosby. I don't want to take away from their interceptions or anything, but there's a reason they have three the entire season, and then they play UTEP's second-string quarterback, and now they have seven. Like, it's not, it's, it's not all North Texas here. We can't say that. So... But okay, here here's what I'll ask you first is who stood out in a good way for you uh in, in the win on defense? Who played well to you? Come on, anybody? Man, it's you gotta tough. give me somebody. It's tough because let me tell you, if that quarterback was not that quarterback, he would have had at least three touchdowns over the top. Uh mm-hmm. give me the give me the Murphy brothers as as my as my two. Uh they they continue to impress me. Uh I guess if you have to have me pick a secondary dude, give me Deshaun Gaddy, I guess. But mm-hmm. 
man, if if like I said, if they had a quarterback, quarterback, this game no, Texas is lost. does not win that game. Oh no, oh no, and 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 I thought that the four picks kind of like slowed down the quote unquote UTEP like train like rolling it rolling, yeah, and then they still almost came back. So like, this is a historically bad defense, and we're trying to pick diamonds from from this very rough, <laughs> this very rough like needle stack. <sighs> Yeah, and uh, I was kind of confident. I was kind of happy with how the the run defense played, except for the fact that once I realized that I had lowered my standards to the point where any run that was not a first down was a good defensive play. Once I realized I lowered myself to that standard, I just said, to hell with all this. This is not how I want to live my life. Did <laughs> like, an eight-yard run on first down is not acceptable. I'm sorry. Did you see that <laughs> Like I feel like in the whole first quarter, it was like every running back that ran the ball knew that they were just running the ball as well as they were. And every time they get up after like a six yard run, they'd celebrate like they just scored a touchdown <laughs> every time. Like it was just so easy, and that's not even getting started with UTEP's first touchdown of the day. Mm. Do you remember which one it was? Oh yes, it was like uh, it was. Oh, I'll, I'll say it. it okay, was you got it. You fourth got it. and nineteen. Fourth and nineteen, and UTEP. Went for it on, I believe it was about their 35. thought it was a third and 19. North North Texas 35. What was that? I thought it was a third and 19. Fourth? Fourth down. That's way worse. They did not want to kick it. They go for it. And they run a quarterback draw. And I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw, I think, I'm not going to say who it was because I'm not 100% sure, but at least two players missed tackles. And then, if you actually look at that play, because I kept rewinding, I kept pressing back back like i need to watch this 10 times i watched it both linebackers were blocked by i believe it was kevin wood and katie davis were blocked by one person one person like one of them like the the running back it was i believe it was Deion hankins goes up and hits one linebacker and then it's like the other linebacker got in line and said oh me next and he blocked him too blocks both of them then deshaun gaddy who again was recorded as a recruited as a corner has played safety most of the year took an awful angle at that quarterback so instead of forcing him inside and like you know coming around the top he jets in like he's gonna just like make the play and completely whiffs and the quarterback is gone and yeah. i showed him I, again i just i, I turned and i said this is the most north texas play you could imagine like this is just Fourth and nine, I believe it was fourth and nineteen. I'm almost positive. You have me second guessing myself now, but fourth and nineteen, a quarterback draw. Just not only got the first, but scored a touchdown on you, and I just couldn't believe it. I thought they well, to be honest, I thought the game was lost there because I expected Jason Bean to come back out. <laughs> it was like this is this is how this oh. whole thing's gonna go. But the the bad defense didn't stop there because they they ran. I mean, that whole first quarter into the second quarter, they yep. could not be stopped on the ground. Nope, nope. Then I mean the time of possession was was telling, right? I believe the like twenty. Uh, what was it? Not even. It was like halfway through the second quarter. Uh, it was like twenty two to three in terms of time of possession, or something. Some twenty twenty to three or twenty two to four, something like that. As far as time of possession goes, like it was not even close, and it was just these five yard runs that these UTEP kept getting from their quarterback, from their running backs. And I just, I'm just tired, Colin. I'm it's okay. Tired. It could be the last game. I'm tired. 
Uh, just, someone I who I was really disappointed in, Dion Noville. Don't yeah. even remember him playing. To be completely yeah, honest, yeah, he he didn't play. Like I, it was weird. Uh, Dayton I, I know Dayton LeBlanc played a lot. Played a lot. So I don't know what his deal was, Dion's deal was, but uh, even when he was in the game, I didn't see anything. Also, from him. Cam Johnson, he was out. Okay. Don't ask me. I talked to him on Tuesday. No, I talked to Mikhail on Tuesday. Because I feel like I, yeah, see, so. I remember seeing him on the depth chart when I was looking. Yeah, he was out. Um, maybe he got a uh, contact tracer. Maybe he just hurt himself. I don't know. Yeah, I'll find out. Keelan Crosby, I know, played a lot. Mikhail Sanders played a lot. And that's that's what, uh, yeah. that's what made it to where they kept getting destroyed over the top was because you had Mikhail Sanders trying to outrun a dude who's way faster than he is. Keelan, yeah, I, I don't, honestly don't think anybody in the secondary played well. Yeah, I just all. I just gave Deshaun Gaddy whatever because he had two picks. So, because he's at the front of our podcast, he does he does our drops. Dang, now you're Is making me seem like a <laughs> seem like I'm trying to cover for him. Is that why we have Deshaun? I'm Deshaun Gaddy, cornerback, North Texas. And you're watching Bernie's breakdown, and now you just start giving him all the flowers. Listen, mm-hmm. man. Um, pandering. Any any more concerns about the defense we didn't already know about for you? Let me check my notes. <laughs> Run defense still awful. Love my notes. I love They're it. It's so matter of fact. UTEP isn't good. <laughs> Here's another note. They did go to a three four they did go to a three four defense for a while, I guess, in order to uh stop the run, in order to get a little bit bigger bodies in there. Because you have Wood, Davis, Davis, Nixon, and then occasionally they would even drop back a Murphy brother to like a an inside linebacker spot and have the other linebackers on the outside, which I thought was interesting. Bowen is still trying stuff on defense. Um, I just don't feel right judging him for this season, bro. They don't Next have- season, I will be as hard as anybody on yes. him. I will be. I will just like Seth. Just like Seth. I mean, for different reasons, obviously. Seth's been here for five years, and Clint's been here for not barely one. But you know, very different reasons. But Seth and Clint turn the oven on. Start preheating it. You know, it's going to be in. Just wait. You know, next August, then we can – it's going to hit that 450 where you need it, and you can put it in the oven, and we'll see. We'll see. That was a good analogy. That was. I liked it. Thank you. You didn't say anything. You didn't didn't compliment. You never I I thought you were going to keep going, to be completely honest. No, that that, that that was was like one of the beginnings to your rants. No, that was all I got. I I don't have rants today because I think this is a pretty straightforward podcast here. Um, I – well, I have a question for you afterwards, but I, again, I think it's a pretty straightforward podcast here. I don't want to uh, rant or ramble. It's just incredible. Here, I have a quick, this... I have a quick question for you that could be very sad or fun at the same time. Go ahead. If they get Houston in this bowl game, how how many liters of blood are we going to see just spilled on the field? If they get anybody in a bowl game, it's going to be um just a destruction like literally think of the worst team that could get in a bowl game right like who ball from state? State is making do they beat ball state is ball state making a bowl game what do you know like about that, ball state what, that i don't I think, I think that's what that big that big celebration thing earlier on twitter was no because oh, i didn't see i haven't been on twitter enough there was like a there was like a like a 15 pass lateral by western michigan and then they stormed the field while michigan while the ball was still live and then that was called back still and they won but i don't know regardless <laughs> I'm just saying, like, look who's gonna make a bowl game from Conference USA. UTSA, uh, UTSA UAB, UAB, 
Um, uh, not Charlotte. Like FAU? it's gonna be teams. What was that? FAU. FAU. Marshall. Like it's gonna be teams better than Southern Miss. It's teams better than Charlotte. It's teams better than Louisiana Tech, probably. Teams better than UTEP. Like it's gonna be all these teams from any conference. You go to any any conference. Name the conference. It doesn't matter. If North Texas plays a bowl game, which I think it's a very low percentage, personally. They're four and five. A, okay. So A, we've seen bowl games start to drop, right? The, I, I think they're gonna start. I think they're gonna start dropping a little bit more as it gets a little closer here. Mm-hmm. Um, as they start, as they figure out who's eligible and whatnot, as they have to make a decision. So I think that narrows it down considerably. Um, Seth you know, said they'll know by Monday. Tentatively, by Monday, according to him. Oh man, look at you getting scoops. Okay. I mean, he said so, at the press conference, I don't know how much of a scoop it was. <laughs> so, he said, I'm, I'm going to give the guys a day off tomorrow, kind of go through Sunday, tell my guys to be flexible, and we'll know by Monday, hopefully. All right, so I remember the flexible part. Okay, so there are usually 40 bowl games, mm-hmm. right? And I think that number gets cut down drastically. Okay. Like drastically. I think it goes down to probably like 25. And a four and five team is not making into that. Unless I mean, some other teams for North can't Texas, go. For North Texas' sake, I hope so. I do. This is I this. Why would you want that? Why this not? Is literally, end on this note. This is the, yeah, exactly. This is the best way to end it. Number one receiver in in uh, in North Texas history. You ended a win at home. I mean, I don't know what else you could ask for other other than that. You're awful. You know, you're evil. That's what it is. You're evil. You you don't want people to be happy. You don't want people. That's what it is. You don't or, want people. Or there's still that blind hope. We're gonna no. go. We're gonna go into Houston, and we're gonna oh win. <laughs> I'm trying to think who from the AAC. Yards. Like literally, SMU SMU's is four and three in the AAC. SMU is destroying. Houston what? is three and three in the AAC. What if they played Navy, Colin, or Navy's three and seven? What if they played Tulane? What about Memphis? Oh, we don't want Memphis. We don't want those problems. But I'm just saying, like, these are like this isn't this isn't gonna be fun. No, it's not. And I know, like, it's not like it's not like when when North Texas went and played in the New Orleans Bowl, uh, and pre-pandemic, obviously, and you could go down Bourbon Street and have fun. Like, this isn't no. Even if you played in the New Orleans Bowl, you're sitting in your in your hotel for three days, and then in playing Orleans, in the Superdome. Then, yes, exactly. in New Orleans, and then playing and then leaving. This is not fun. No, no, no. All right? Let's know when to end it. Let's know how. This has been one of my things, Colin. This is what, as you grow up in life and as you, you know, you learn and uh, as you stop getting people to ask you about what, how old you are, mm. mm-hmm. you'll, you'll learn. But one thing that I have noticed is you have to know when to get out. That's it. Quit know when ahead. to fold them. Quit while like that ahead. song says. And this is the time to fold them. It's it. Go. I'm I'm happy. Jalen Darns broke all the records. We've done it. We got him the the records. Uh, we don't want to see this defense again. We don't need to see any more quarterback play. Yes, cool. It would help them in theory, but good lord, it would put a damper on the season. You know how the Utah State loss and the Troy loss put dampers on those seasons? Yeah. This team doesn't even have anything good to go in go into that game with. How many How many points does Houston put on North Texas? Sixty. 
I confidently say that. 60. SMU put 65 up on them. Charlotte put up 49. Anyways, I'm I'm done. I'm done. All right. I, just I guess you think, can ask you can ask your question to me now. I just think we all just need to take a deep breath, be happy for once in our lives, and not want more. And let's just wait. All right, we got nine games. It's in. like Rocky, except not succeeding in the end. Look, exactly. Just, just getting punched to death. It's just getting beat up, beat up, beat up, and you're gone. So, anyways, all right, I'm done ranting. Uh, what was my question? I think that might have been my question actually. Oh, okay. uh, well, well, even more because my I think my question was going to be, do you want them to play another game? No, because even there was talks about Baylor. Absolutely not. Like no. not in a bowl game, just in a. No, no, no. You don't play another game. This is it. I I tweeted last night. I was like, this is if, it. I was like, if the results. <laughs> this is it. Wow. Last oh, year's for, hashtag. For those of you who don't, for those of you who don't remember, that was our hashtag and that was our slogan before the uh, the twenty last year before the twenty nineteen season. Yeah, and Colin just said this is it in a completely different, um, complete context. opposite. Um, but no, this is a uh, that's the perfect per- way in the season. I tweeted last night. I was like, if the result holds, this is the perfect way for the season to end. JD breaks every record. Austin Nani throws for whatever five touchdowns and rushes for a touchdown. The defense gets four turnovers despite giving up forty three points. Like there's there's literally you couldn't have asked for a better game in terms of what you have on your team at home yep yep no no just end it end it we're happy i'm happy and if you're not happy then you're greedy all right there i said it it's like it's like winning it's like losing a bunch at the casino and then hitting like ten dollars after you lost a hundred dollars and then wanting to go again like and then putting down another hundred dollar (laughs) bill yeah you're like i'm on a roll now because playing a bowl game is not just putting down the ten dollars you want no 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 you're not playing utep again no, you're putting down a hundred dollars against Houston, and you're not winning. Sorry, that's like putting hundred dollars down on a roulette number. That's what that's like. That's not playing blackjack for a hundred dollars. That's putting a hundred dollars down on the roulette number where you have like a one in thirty-five chance of winning. If you want it, if you if they if they beat Houston, oh my gosh, we're we're hitting the streets, Colin. It's done, but they're not. Just like you're not hitting that number in roulette. Sorry. And that's it. That's how we're ending this podcast. Wow. Beautiful. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, again, this was not our end of season podcast. Once we know that the season is over, then we will do an, an end of the season podcast and we'll take y'all's questions. We'll do all of that good stuff. Give our grades, give our, you know, just everything you could imagine. Um, as far as basketball content goes, uh, obviously we have y'all, um, covered on our site if you maybe we can do a basketball q a in the coming days i think that would be better than just doing basketball podcast because yeah. the only thing they've only played one game since our last basketball podcast but we i think a q a might be good to get some interaction going there um but yeah basketball has let me get their schedule up so that way i can plug correctly because shout out basketball had a good game against west virginia even though they fell short. Don't ask Grant that. Don't tell Grant that. Yeah, don't yeah, don't nobody tell Grant that I just said that, please. Um, they got Arkansas Pine Bluff on Tuesday, Houston Baptist on Thursday, and then the big boy LSU on Saturday. So check all those games out. Um, check out our Twitter where we have just loads of content going up every single day at Mean Green247. Follow me at Matthew Bruni underscore Colin at Collins is at CJH Mitchell. Um Subscribe to us on Migreen 24-7. We have a 60% off deal that I should have plugged earlier. I keep always just 
always forget to plug early in the podcast because Colin was talking about his teeth. Um, but yeah, 60% off deal um, through the 16th, I believe it is. So check that out. Subscribe. Send it to friends and family. Let them know we're running a 60% off deal throughout this uh, week. And then uh, follow us on SoundCloud and subscribe to us on Apple. Bruni's Breakdown Podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and review. We greatly appreciate it. And y'all stay safe. We'll talk to y'all later.